Welcome back to another show of our NBA week, weekly recap show. You know, I got my guy Keezy over here because we, we practicing social distancing today. You know, I had to go get tested for COVID. So, you know what I'm saying? We just waiting on the results. So we want to make sure everybody stays safe out there. But other than that, Keezy, how you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel real good. <laughs> you feel you feeling real good. Well, man, let's get let's get right on to some of these games. Um, the NBA's back. You know, it kicked off on Thursday and it kicked off with a bang. It kicked off with the Lakers versus uh, Clippers, which is a matchup that everybody has been waiting to see, especially since the, the NBA postponed the season right when the Lakers and Clippers were really, you know, starting to hit their peak. The, the Clippers were full force, even though the Lakers beat them in full force, but that's neither here nor there. So, Keezy, let me know your thoughts about the Lakers-Clippers kickoff matchup that they had last Thursday. So... <laughs> Even though the Lakers ended the game with the win, they had the higher score. I still feel like the Clippers won. Mm. So because without not great. Oh, Lemon Pepper Lou, no Lemon Pepper Lou, no Montrez, and you know the half of the Clippers team, you know, not even really being in the bubble for you know a certain amount of time. I feel like the Lakers should have came out and, and you know put their foot on their neck and you know just blowing them out the building but they barely won man Keezy I'm, I'm actually right there with you and when we was going over the topics for this this week's show and you said you wanted to do because I, I didn't want to do the Lakers Clippers you know recap but you said you wanted to bring it up and <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't want to bring it up for the reasons you just stated is that realistically the Clippers should have won I mean, the, the the Clippers are ten and one when they have a fully healthy team. The only losses against the Lakers. So for everybody out there saying, "Oh well, if the, the Clippers was healthy, then you know they would have won." That's not necessarily true because the Lakers did beat them when they were fully healthy. But that's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is the Clippers should have won that game. I mean, AD played phenomenal. LeBron he had a less than step. Well, let's just call it what it is, Keys. He played horrible. You know what I'm saying? He shot six yeah, for played, 19, which was 31%. Levy rebounds, seven assists, five turnovers, 16 points. I mean, meanwhile, you had AD, with, he was eight for 19, excuse me, 42%, eight rebounds, four assists, four turnovers, but he had 34 points. Um, like you said, the Lakers should have blown them out for this, this reason, points in the paint. The Lakers had 40 to the Clippers, 24 keys. That right there, it, it, it should have been a blowout, man. It should have been a blowout. And I'm, I'm going to say this, Keezy. I'm concerned for the Lakers, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned for the Lakers. I don't, based off the last two games that they played, I, I honestly don't know if they got enough, man. LeBron is playing like he's in year 17. AD the other night went yeah. two for seven against the Raptors. For a championship contender team, you can't you can't take seven shots, man. It's, it's... AD AD hasn't shot the ball well from the field. He's been good from the free throw line. Oh, he's been money from the free throw line. Eight for, yeah. eight, for eight for nineteen against the Clippers, and what was he two for seven or something like that against the the Raptors? Mm-hmm. Like AD so is a... he's ten for twenty six from the field, but that's, that's not gonna get it done, Keezy. So. I'm cons yeah, LeBron had the good the good defensive stance at the last possession of the Clippers game, but man, to be honest, Keezy, I'm I'm worried. I'm concerned. LeBron's not playing well. AD is hit and miss. 
the, the we talked about it, you know, last night through text messaging that the Lakers offense just it seemed off. Like I, I don't it just I, seemed, have, I have no idea what they were doing. Yeah, it, it just for it AD just, to only get seven touches against Mark Gasol and, and Serge Ibaka. The same game plan they had against the Clippers should have been the same game plan they had against Toronto. That should be the same game plan they have against everybody. I, I don't I don't un, I don't understand that. I, I really don't because they, they they won with points in the paint. The Lakers had 40 points in the paint, and the Raptors had 34. So you you could get buckets down low, but like you said, for whatever reason, whatever the game plan was last night against the Raptors, they need to scrap that game plan because obviously that, that shit ain't Yeah, you, they're not going to win on the back of Alex Caruso. <laughs> I mean, Alex played big. Happen. Kuzma played big. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really concerned about my Lakers pick because they just don't look – they don't look flowing. And, and the Clippers last night, although it was against the Pelicans, but, man, the Clippers last night, though, bro. I mean. See, the way, the way the Clippers came out against the Pelicans was the way I expect the Lakers to play against the Clippers. Come out, make a statement, let them know, look, we here. We know y'all here, too, but this is this is what it is, and we're going to show y'all, you know, that we're going we, we here to win this championship. But Obviously. I don't know. Let me let me ask you this. I, I think Paul George has been the best player since the games have started. What about you? Paul George, James Harden, and Giannis have probably been the the best the best three players I've seen since it restarted. I, I would say, but we we gonna get into that a little bit more. Let's go ahead and switch over from the Lakers Clippers topic because man, talking about my Lakers and LeBron James and the way he's playing is, is hurting my heart because LeBron he's not he's not producing like I thought he would with the restart. Um, the NBA has implemented Black Lives Matter all on the basketball court. Um, players have, you know, kneeled in solidarity to also bring awareness to the social injustices that's going on in the world today. Um, Keezy, before we get on the Jonathan Isaac comments, what are your thoughts on Black Lives Matter being on the court and the players kneeling? I mean, I think it's I think it's good because this was one of the things that everybody talked about was if the NBA started and it would take away from protesting and the movement that's trying to be made. But since the NBA is all in with it, then I think that it's that it's okay for the game to continue. And they actually have a platform now to you know to continue with everything. Because every every time they interview a coach, every time they interview a player, they they make sure they ask them a question about it and allow them to speak about what's going on. Nah, I, I think that is the dope part is that every post game or uh, even even during the game, the players make sure they keep, you know, putting putting the, the the foot on the gas pedal to help bring awareness. And, you know, of course, all the players, well, majority of the players have, you know, sayings on the back of their jerseys. But, man, I think it's dope that the NBA implemented the Black Lives Matters on the court because for everybody watching, you have to see that. Black, white, yeah, you have Asian, no whatever your ethnicity is, you have to see the Black Lives Matter on the court. So if you want to watch NBA basketball, you have to see the Black Lives Matter on, on, on the court. So I, I think that's dope. Um, as far as the players kneeling, let me ask you this, Keezy. Do you think the players kneeling is going to be through the whole rest of the restart? Or do you think it's just going to be for the first couple of games and then, you know, they'll go back to normal? I hope it's through the whole. I hope it's through the whole thing. Um, I expect LeBron and I expect certain teams, stuff like that, to do it the entire time. But I don't know if everybody will. Yeah. 
yeah same 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 here man i i think that you know as i actually not let me change that i think they will continue to do it through the rest of the restart only because i don't think certain players want to be that player not to do it and speaking of that player not to do it magic orlando magic for jonathan isaac um and i forgot who they played against because you might not remember but you know it's the magic magic. (laughs) but you know during the national anthem as as y'all been watching the games all the players have been taking a knee except for coach popovich and becky hammond which i'm cool with coach pop because he's been vocal about you know black lives matters and everything so i'm I'm cool with him he's been vocal about everything for the last five or six years so so i'm I'm cool with him not taking a knee because i already know where he stands with everything but Mm -hmm. orlando ford jonathan isaac didn't take a knee and then when they asked him about it after the game he had these comments which i'm about to play a real quick clip of his comments of uh why he didn't kneel That was Jonathan Isaac's comments about, you know, why he didn't take a knee during the national anthem. Um, I'm gonna let Keezy go in on this because, man, I think I, I'm not saying that his reasons weren't legit because you believe what you believe in, and that's cool. You know, he threw the Bible in there and everything, and I can't disagree with somebody who wants to base their things off of what their religious beliefs is. You know, what I'm saying whatever that is, that's on you. But what I will say is, is that. A comment he made that stood out to me was the kneeling and wearing the t-shirt doesn't go hand in hand with the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't I don't understand that because 
when you're kneeling and wearing the Black Lives Matter t-shirts and, and back of jerseys, it's to bring awareness to the movement and the in injustices to black and brown people. So I, I don't think he really thought this through. It was one of those things, Keys, I'm pretty sure you can, you can attest to this where you think of something, you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you ain't got nobody around to tell you, bro, that ain't, that ain't. And then once you do it, you already jumped in the fire. So it's like, dang, I got to roll with this joint now. So I don't necessarily agree with what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole point of the kneeling and the shirts is to continuously bring awareness to what's going on, which goes hand in hand with the movement. So Keezy, I want to know your thoughts on this. So anybody that says they're not kneeling for religious purposes, um, that's fine. But this, in my opinion, has nothing to do with religion. But he said that we're all created equal and we're all created in God's likeness. If that's the case, and everybody's supposed to believe that, then why are we being treated differently? Mm -hmm. So basically the point he was making, he just contradicted himself because that's the exact reason for everything is because black people and brown people are being treated differently just because of the color of our skin. So if we're all created equal, then we shouldn't have an issue with you know being black. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm kind of angry at him, but I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him slide this time. But I'm, I'm kind of angry about it. But hey, hey, it just, it just doesn't add up. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed off about it too, to be quite honest. Because like you said, you know, one plus one don't equal nine, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, if you don't want to kneel because, like, um, what's the Miles Leonard for the for the Blazers, right? Uh. He, he didn't kneel because he said it wasn't it just wasn't in his heart to do cool i get that you know what i'm saying but to go on this explanation like you said keys to, to throw up bible scriptures but you know in the image of god we're all created equal so would you want to do something to fight for equality for everybody if that's what the bible is teaching you to do you see what i'm saying that's why I'm, I'm right there with you keys I, the, the, it don't make sense to me it, it really doesn't I think like I said it, it was just one of those things where he jumped out there he thought it was a good idea but then it's like yeah. nah, nah. So, I mean yeah. if somebody doesn't want to kneel that's fine you know I have no issue with that if you don't want to kneel you don't want to kneel but don't come up with some crazy off the wall BS explanation that contradicts everything that's, that's going on right now yeah, that, and that's and that's my whole thing to, to back you up, Keezy. The things he was saying, like it did contradict itself because what they're doing is bringing attention to the same thing that he's saying it's not bringing. Attention. But anyways, man, I ain't even gonna keep on getting into the buddy. The uh, the whole NBA bubble, man, the, the broadcast style has been different. You know, of course, there's no uh, actual quote unquote fans in the stands, but they do have the virtual fans, and of course. You know, you can hear a lot of this chatter that's on the court and, and you know, bless ESPN's heart. They try their best to catch all the cussing and, and everything on the on the court. Yeah, they, before. they do the best they can. <laughs> that's why I said they bless their heart. They they trying. But uh Keezy, what's what's your thoughts on the whole NBA bubble broadcast style? I mean, it's been cool. I haven't really you know, because they don't show the fans a lot. It's mostly on court action, which hasn't really changed. You can't really tell that they're in a, a little small, a little small space with just you know the players and the coaches, teammates, everything like that. But I mean, I think they've done a great job with it so far. Dog, 
the only thing I'm right there with you, but the only thing I wish they would do is I wish they would show the virtual fans more, like get get their reaction from what's going on in the games at particular times. It's like they might cut to it once or twice, you know what I'm saying? Or if an ex NBA player is watching, watching, or if a, a NBA player whose team didn't make it, they might cut to them. But I think it'd be real dope if they like pan it to show the reaction of some of the fans because. I was reading up on it and you can actually virtually high five the person that's next to you. So like, you know, if your team <laughs> makes a good play, you know, you can show them virtually high five and whatnot. But man, you're you going to be a virtual fan, Keezy? Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'll virtually just be at the house. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I thought about it. I Googled it and clicked on the link and I was about to fill out the application. I thought, I seriously thought about being a virtual fan, but I was like, nah, bro, I never heard the end of that story. Bro. You ain't going to have much to cheer for though, so. Huh? You won't have much to cheer for. It'll just be a lot of, a lot of sad faces coming from you. With the way, with the way the Lakers and the playing right now, you right about that. Cause they, they playing like, but anyways, so. NBA restart is in full gear. You have the games kicking off today, which is Sunday. Um, we're going to get into the list of games. Key matchups is to pay attention to throughout the rest of the week that you might want to tune into. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick off the game today uh, as one of my key matchups, which is you have the Bucks versus uh, the Rockets. Um, the reason why I feel like this is a key matchup for one reason only, the Giannis versus James Harden beat. I want to see if there's going to be any chatter on the court because we can actually hear it now. I want to see if there's going to be any chatter on the court between those two. But, Keezy, what's one of your key matchups for the week? Man, there's a lot going on. You know, the Lakers and the Rockets play this week. Okay. I want to see how that uh, how that small ball from the from the Rockets works against the Lakers when they have AD and JaVale McGee and, and Dwight Howard. That, that was one of my key matchups. And see what LeBron does, basically. <sighs> I'm, I'm done talking about that guy. Until I'm not speaking that guy's name point. until he scores over 30 points. I'm, I'm not speaking his name until he scores over 30 points. That, that, that's it. Um, but uh, another one of my key matchups is going to be actually tomorrow's matchup against the Grizzlies versus the Pelicans. Um, this matchup I picked for two reasons. It's Monday. Like I said, it's Monday at 6.30 p.m. The Grizzlies are going to be playing off of back-to-back. They play today, and of course, they'll play tomorrow. So I want to see how they play off of a back-to-back during this run. Also, I want to see how the uh, the Pelicans respond after that 90,000-point blowout that they experienced from the Clippers. I want to see how they bounce back because they don't play today. So tomorrow will be their first game since that blowout. So I want to see how the Clip the uh, the Pelicans respond because to me, Keezy, you might feel a different way, but I think the Pelicans' playoff chances are done. I think it's between the Grizzlies, um, Trailblazers, and the Spurs for that A spot. I think Pelicans are done. But I just want to see how they respond. What's another one of your key matchups for the week? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that A spot is down to the to the Trailblazers and the, the Grizzlies. Yeah. You know, I'm not really as worried about the Grizzlies on a back to back because um, I mean, you check the box score from their from their game. It's it's all the young guys that do all the work. John Morant. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Clark and uh, Dylan Brooks. The other dude that played at Oregon, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. So, I mean, I think they'll be fine. They still got young legs. But what else we got this week? We got so the Bucks have a lot of big games. They play the Heat. They play the Rockets. Um, 
then the Celtics, the Celtics got a couple games. The Heat has a big game. The Heat play the Raptors, the Bucks, and the Celtics coming up this week. So, yeah, a we, lot of big matchups, for it, them, especially it, in, in playoff season. Yes, that's what I was getting ready to say, man. A lot, a lot of matchups with playoff season. Um, there's a couple of these matchups I want to get your get your thoughts on. Um, another one of my matchups I had was this Tuesday, uh, like you just mentioned, the, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics play Tuesday at 6:30 p.m. Um, outside of the the Celtics and Trailblazers, which play today, I want to see how Jason Tatum responds to his horrible game against the Bucks that he had last that week. That was that was ugly. That was yeah, ugly. I, I want to see how Jason Tatum, you know, backs it up this week. Um, but hopefully he comes out strong. That was one of my picks. Uh, another one of my picks was the Rockets versus Trailblazers, which is Tuesday as well. The reason why I had that is because you got Dame and CJ versus Russ and James Harden. I want to see who got the best backcourt in the NBA right now, man. Um, what about you? What's, what's another one you got? Uh, we got the Clippers, the Clippers and the Mavs this week also. Mm. Uh, I'm just interested to see how Kawhi does. I mean, he looked, he looked, he looked okay against New Orleans. There were spots against the Lakers where he looked good, but to me, it doesn't like he has, he's got his legs yet. So I just want to nah. see how he's improving physically in the bubble. He looked slow yeah, in that does. game against the Lakers. Other than that one blow by as with LeBron, other than that, he looked slow. He, he did. He looked a little sluggish. He, he doesn't look like he's fully got his legs. Paul George looked like he got his legs up underneath him, but Kawhi, he looked like he, he's still rounding into shape. Another game, man, like you said, the Heat and the Bucks uh, got a lot of big games this week, which is my Thursday matchup at 4 p.m., the Heat versus Bucks. But this is the reason why, Keezy. I looked this up. You know, a minimum of two games that Giannis has, has played against, he's played against the Heat for two games. So a minimum of two games against every single opponent, Giannis has played his worst against the uh, Miami Heat. He's averaging 21 points per game, shooting 46%. He's averaging 16 rebounds, which is dope, but he's shooting 54% from the free throw line, five turnovers, and a big old goose egg from the three-point line. Now, he's normally averaging 29 points per game, 55% from the field, 13 rebounds a game, 63% from the free throw line, and 30% from three. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how he's going to play against the, the Miami Heat because typically he doesn't have good games against them. So I want to see, see what he's going to come come out with on, on, on this Thursday. What about you, Keezy? I want, I want to see that too because that's the, that's the matchup that I think is going to be cool if they, if they play in the playoffs. I think the Heat might be able to to make that upset, you know, advance in the playoffs. Yeah, and then um, another one like you, you mentioned earlier was the, the Lakers versus Rockets, man. The big ball versus small ball. Uh, for those who watch him, it was right when the, the, the Rockets went to the small ball lineup it was when they beat the, the Lakers. So they split the season series so far 1-1. But what stood out to me, Keezy, was this stat right here. If I had to throw out a rebounding advantage to you, who, who would you automatically think it is? You would think the Lakers. It is, but only by two rebounds, bro. The, the rebounds is 43 to 41. That's it. Two rebounds. And the, the points per game is the Lakers at 117 and the Rockets at 118. So... The Rockets is right there with them with their small ball lineup. So I'm really interested to see how the Lakers perform against the Rockets. And then, like you said, uh, Friday, you got the Celtics and Raptors. 
Um, that's a lot of people's Eastern Conference final pick, uh, especially from what they did to the Lakers. You got any more matchups, Keezy? I still don't believe in the Raptors. They played good <laughs> last night. I still, I still don't, I don't believe in them, man. I just can't do it. Um, oh, man. They got a lot off the back of Kyle Lowry last night. And I just don't, I just don't have faith in him going down the stretch. I don't think he can lead them to the finals again. Eastern Conference Finals or NBA Finals? Either one. Either one. <laughs> Either one. And then my my <laughs> last really matchup matter. was the uh, the Clippers and Trailblazers. The only reason why I have that is because the Trailblazers are a lot of uh, people's sleeper pick. So that's why I went with them. I just want to see what they look play up matchup against the Clippers. And, and, and speaking they, of if that. They, if they get that eighth spot and they play the Lakers in the first round, that would be very interesting. It's going to be trouble. Trouble. This is what Bernie Mac said, trouble, trouble. Yeah, it's going it's to be a lot of trouble. Um, but speaking of that Lakers-Raptors matchup that we just had um, last night, the Raptors won 107-92. to uh, Let's touch on that a little bit, Keezy, before we get out of here. Um, LeBron, he was 7 for 15, 46%, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 turnovers, 20 points. Keezy, I'm going to put it to you like this, man. Before the season started, LeBron said they're going to run through AD, correct? Correct. So, how in the hell am I supposed to run it through a guy who's only going to shoot it seven times? <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do there with that? There were so many plays. He didn't even, they didn't even look at him. I was so confused watching the game. They didn't even, they didn't even look at AD. It was like he was, <laughs> like they were playing pickup and he was the last dude they picked. And the other four had been running together all day. He was the last there, like, nah, don't give him the ball, bro. Don't pass it to him. What you say, like, pick up when, when one of your partners leave. Y'all been running all day. One of your partners leaves. So you're like, man, anyone y'all want to run? He we says, yeah. One. You just pick him up just so you can get five on the court. Come on, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> we just but need but, a body. Come on, bro. You but what's right. crazy, uh, Keys, is that the Lakers actually won points in the paint, 40 to 34. So that's why I don't understand why they weren't going to AD in the post more often. I, I, I don't I don't get it, man. I, because there's nothing that Marcus saw, Serge Ibaka, or anybody else on that Raptors squad can, can do with AD. If he did what he did to the Clippers, imagine what he would have done against the Raptors. I don't understand. I don't I don't either. That's what's so confusing, Keezy, is because he put up 34 against the Clippers and then turned around and shoot seven shots and only 14 points against the Raptors. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was him or if it was the game plan. That's why I'm, that's why I'm so confused. Well, whoever, if it was a game plan, whoever put that game plan together needs to get fired. Whether it was Jason Kidd, Frank Vogel, LeBron, somebody, whoever put that game plan together is fired. And I'm going to go on record and say in year 17, LeBron, and we talked about it a little bit, he doesn't have the ability to flip that switch no more in the fourth quarter and turn it on. And like in year 17, he can't, he can't do that. I don't know if the year 17 legs have finally caught up to him. But some just don't look right, man. Like, he has spurts of explosiveness, but he, he, he I don't know, Keezy, man. That's my Lakers pick. LeBron That's ain't. what, you know, that's what I was, uh, that's what I was telling you last night. Like, they played the Clippers. They had, you know, Kawhi and PG that they could throw to him and one of the Morris twins. So they had three big dudes they could put on LeBron. Last night, the Raptors, they had Siakam on them. They had a OG, whatever his name is, Andy, blah, 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 blah. They had him. And LeBron just hasn't, he hasn't looked good against against either one. So I don't know if, you know, they 
because even when they play the Raptors, they got you know Covington they can throw at them. I mean, uh, the, the Rockets, right. they got Covington they can throw at them. They got a lot of they got a PJ Tucker there, a lot of bodies they can throw at. Them. So I don't know. I don't know if he's waiting. You know, he's trying to let everybody else get in the flow during these during these play-in games or whatever, and then he's gonna try to turn it up. You know, when the playoffs start or what's going on. You know, that brings up an interesting topic before we go to the next topic. You think that, I don't want to say he's coasting, but he knows they pretty much got the number one seed locked up. I think the Clippers are, what, six or six right. seven games behind? Unless yeah, the Lakers yeah. lose every single game from here on out, I don't see the Clippers taking the number They're one seed. They're going to get the number one seed, yeah. Yeah, so that backs up a good point. Do you think he's just coast, quote, unquote, coasting until the playoffs and then he's going to turn into playoff LeBron? What you think that's what he's doing? That's the only other thing I can think of because otherwise they're in trouble. Yeah, I think he, I think, I think more than anything, he's trying to get everybody else involved, let everybody else get in the floor of everything, and then you know the playoff stuff, he's back to regular old LeBron. I think. Well, LeBron, LeBron, first and foremost, I need you to stop shooting them damn side step threes. Let's start there for for how we gonna make this thing work because I'm about tired of seeing that. He shoots that side step better than he does a you know just a spot up three. Bro, I'm about to say that every time I cringe. I love you, bro, but I mean, man, that sidestep three, bro. You got to. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to admit, Keezy, LeBron is not playing well right now at, at all. And it's starting to make me wonder, can he carry a team by himself anymore? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was thinking about the, last night when I was watching that game. Like, against the, the, um, the Raptors when he was at Cleveland two years ago, two seasons ago, that LeBron could beat the Raptors by himself. What was that, year 15 LeBron? Year 17, I don't know if LeBron could beat them by himself like that. I, I, I don't know if he's that LeBron anymore, but we can wrap this thing up. Um, but Keezy, before we go, uh, what things have you noticed and what has stood out for, uh, for you in these last couple of days of the re- NBA restart? It's been, uh, it's been fast and furious, you know, Paul George, Giannis, James Harden have been good. Been some disappointments. Um, but just for the NBA to be back and for them to be in that bubble and continue to still play games and keep it moving has been, been fantastic. I hope it keeps working out. Hope they don't end up like Major League Baseball. A lot of, you know, a lot of positive tests. But, I mean, everything's been good so far. And there have been so many high-scoring games. I don't know if... If the rims are different in the bubble, or people just aren't playing defense yet, or what's going on, but there's a lot. There's been a lot of 140s, 130. I think the Rockets scored 150 the other night. All you know, it wasn't overtime, but I think it, I think they put up 150 points. But been a lot of high scoring games. Man, you you took you took my my things to notice, which was the high scoring games on Friday alone. The every game that played, the the average combined, the average score was 125 points per game. I think it was an NBA record for most points per game uh, on on a day for for NBA teams. So I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know if it's if it's the defense. Um, I don't know if it's just players just getting these these shots up because they ain't played in four five months, so they getting it in. They really don't have anything else to do. All they can do is practice and go fish and play golf. So like they they shooting up they getting up these shots like no other so now nah, that was that was one thing for me Keezy that stood out too was the high scoring games the second thing was which was to be expected was bro it's so many turnovers man like I I I get it you know it's gonna be some sloppy play because everybody's starting to get back in the routine of things but 
Keezy, some of these turnovers is like elementary school turnovers. Like, like yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, man, I, I don't get some of these. And to go back to your high scoring, no disrespect, but my, t- my dude TJ Warren put up 53 yesterday. Man, and see, that's another reason I don't have faith in the 76ers. Come on, man. TJ Warren, you let him get 50, a 50 piece? Come on, man. My dude, my dude had. 29 at halftime. Shout out to Pete because that's Pete's pick to get to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, which is the 76ers. Yeah. They can't uh, even get along with each other. Bro, they're on, they on the sideline fighting and stuff. Now, Jordan and B, he did have 40, 49, I want to say. 40, 40, yeah. 41. So he put he in 40, 41 and like 20 rebounds. If, if Joel and B get you 40 and 20, you're supposed to win that game. You're oh, supposed, yeah. you supposed to win that game, but the fact that they let, you know, North Carolina State's very own T.J. Warren go off for 53, who got traded to the Indiana Pacers from the Phoenix Suns for cash considerations. So they didn't even get nothing for him, but they got a couple dollars in, in Phoenix for my dude. <laughs> and he came out and gave him 53. They sold him for a washing machine and, some, and, and a bag of money. <laughs> they told my dude, you give us some Newports and a pack of Jordans, and you got him. You can have him. <laughs> and you gone. See ya. <laughs> But, uh, man, we appreciate everybody for tuning in to another show of our NBA Weekly Recap Show. Keys, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Flippers are going to win the championship. You, you know what, man? You, I'm this close. <laughs> I'm, this, I'm this close, Keezy, to coming over, man. I can't believe you, man. This has been crazy the last couple of weeks. You've been... You've been agreeing with me a lot. I've been saying a lot of bad stuff about LeBron, and you've been right there with me. I can't believe it. Hey, because man, I keep trying to tell people I'm an objective LeBron fan. Like, when he's playing trash, he's playing trash. But when he's playing great, I'm going to praise my dude. But right now, he's 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 playing very – I just say he's trash because we expect greatness from LeBron, right? So, for him to right. play like he's been playing is pretty much trash. Like you said, I don't know if he's, if he's coasting or, or what, but right now – it ain't it. And AD, I'm going to need you to get it together, my guy, because what I tell you on last week's show, averaging nine rebounds a game in the playoffs, it, it ain't going to cut it. Like, you need, AD needs to be 25 and 12 for the Lakers to make a deep playoff run. And right now, he, he ain't he ain't it. It ain't it. But anyways, we get ready to get on up out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another NBA Weekly Recap Show. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Facebook at KY Beyond the Game. You can catch us on Instagram at Beyond the Game KY. Make sure also, if you can't catch the show visually, to also go back and listen to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, um, Google Play Store, and Spotify as well. We get ready to get on up out of here. We want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We out of here.